Ah, shit. Fuck that up. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Newly Made Podcast. I'm your host, the Keith Meister. And any other name you could possibly think of. <laughs> no, I just wanted to make a, wanted everybody to know that uh, there was two episodes that would be uh, uploaded today. And this will be the second uh, episode that will be uploaded. Um, hope you guys like that. It's a little uh, song that I'm trying to write. Uh, so far, I think it's going pretty good. You know, so far... It's going uh, pretty, pretty good so far. Now it just takes time, effort, and practice. You know, and luckily I got uh, the instinct for all three. Oh, but, uh, more importantly, I just want to say thank you everybody for tuning in again. Um, yeah, because I just wanted to kind of take this time to, uh, you know, because even though it, I'm, it's probably getting annoying at this point, you know, but I just feel like I always have to be straightforward about this, you know, and, um, you know, I just have to say that, uh, I am extremely thankful, grateful, and quite humbled at all the support that, uh, I've been getting through my friends and through my family on, uh, regarding the, the podcast, you know, especially through um, mo- some of the listeners who are also listening as well. Thank you guys so much. Getting pretty close to 200 total views, right? Which I know compared to guys like Joe Rogan and other podcasts like that, it's not even close. <laughs> you know, it's not, like I said, it's, I'm still a little uh, a fish. I'm a, I'm a t- tiny fish in a tiny pond, you know. But doesn't change the fact that, you know, I'm just really happy and grateful for the support I've been getting, you know. So I always got to make sure everybody knows just, you know, where I'm coming from and where I stand when it comes to that, which is why I always uh, bring it up almost every episode. But now, but honestly, though, kind of get real for a second here. Things are looking pretty interesting so far, you know, because as everyone knows, right, you know, someone who's really passionate about music, you know, I will have to say, right, compared to most people who will probably play music, you know, I'm still a beginner at best, you know, but I do feel like. I have been improving drastically, you know, which I like, and also too, you know, because um, also, uh, just recently I was talking to a really good friend of mine who uh, plays bass, and he is one of the best players I know of, hands down. You know, I think he plays really good bass, and for a while. You know, for a while, he has been wanting me, you know, to get a band going with him, right? You know, but in all honesty, I just kept making excuses. And the reason why is because um, I wasn't uh, confident enough in playing guitar. So every time I got brought up, right, I was kind of, 
not intimidated, not intimidated, but I was kind of, you know, always <laughs> tried to avoid it, you know, just because I felt that, um, I just wasn't confident enough, confident enough in my, uh, skill set at that time, you know, and what I wanted to do was practice and get better before I considered joining a band, which is why, uh, Hopefully, if things turn out right, hopefully uh, this Friday, uh, when I have the time, I'll uh, head over there and we'll get a little thing going. You know, because the whole idea about having a band, right, is, um, or at least the beauty that I love about a band, right, is the beauty of learning and growing together as a unit. You know, cause even though I'm not the most experienced guitar player on the planet, you know, like I said, beginner at best. You know, before I considered, you know, joining a band or starting up a band, you know, I wanted to learn at least basic uh, chord progression before I, uh, you know, considered it. Just because from there, I have something to work with and everyone else has something to work with. And then that's how, um, you know, because being, because so far it is just me and him. So far, he has a friend who is also a drummer. But from what he's told me is he hasn't heard from him in a while. So we'll see how that goes. Because well, having a drummer will be basically the, the piece of the pie. More importantly, though, it's just something I'm just really excited about now. You know, because like I said, I feel a lot more confident in my skill set. And I feel like, you know, with somebody who's experienced like him, you know, I'll be able to learn, you know, how to play in a band. You know, which is the important part, you know, because I think, like, for me, a position I really want to play especially in a band is rhythm guitar. I find rhythm has always kind of been my thing, you know. Because uh, playing lead would be fun, but I'm more of like a rhythm type guy. <laughs> you know. You know, I'm not, not expecting to be no Angus Young, you know. I more or less would like to be more like a Malcolm Young type. You know, in terms of how that uh, the lead thing or the um, rhythm thing goes. But the idea for me, like the idea of, you know, being in a band is... Uh, it's something that is quite unique to me. You know, because for me, you know, as somebody who uh, is really passionate and somebody who really loves music to the point where it's almost like a drug. You know, I think, like, starting a band would be the next step 
towards my skill set getting better. You know, because I want to learn, because, like, I want to learn multiple different techniques, right? I feel like practicing by myself helps out a lot, but also practicing with uh, other people, you know, and getting their input would also be a lot better. Because uh, I think my favorite genre is, uh, is rock and roll, blues, and heavy metal. You know, so basically the best genres. <laughs> you know, because, like, I'm not going to lie, because, like, um, the more and more I got into music, right, the more and more, uh, you know, I wanted to get involved in it, you know, especially, like, for blues, right, because I see, you know, I'd watch videos and listen to songs by guys like Lightning Hopkins and Muddy Waters, and I just go, like, damn. You know, I think, like, one of my uh, favorite videos or live shows that I've watched on YouTube was Gary Moore and B.B. King when they performed uh, Thrill Is Gone as a duet and shit. And, like, the guitar battle that these two had was insane. I can't remember if I talked about this before, but it was insane. I remember just, you know, listening to it and seeing both of them, right, and the song just goes, like, do 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 and I'm just like whoa, like I was just really mesmerized by it, right? And it made me want, you know, it kind of like made me go like, damn, you know. So I just wanted to pick up a guitar and just play constantly because of that, you know. You know, and I am quite thankful. You know, because like I said, I have a, I had a coworker who, uh, you know, gave me a really nice acoustic guitar. And then on top of that, you know, my uncle gave me a really nice, um, an electric guitar, which is awesome. Sorry, I was just looking at it. It's so awesome. <laughs> um, it's, uh, for anyone who actually, you know what? I'll even say this for anyone who is interested in also getting it into guitar. I recommend learning on an acoustic first. You know, because when you play on an acoustic, so if you can play on an acoustic, you can basically play on anything. Now, because there's different varieties of guitars. You know, there's an acoustic, and then there's a classical, and then there's an electric. You know, electric is more for like if you want to experiment with funky sounds and like all kinds of shit. Acoustic is for like camping trips and like. You know, things of that nature. Same with classic guitars, you know. I think learning on a, a classic guitar, you know, would be a little bit easier in terms of learning the chords. Like, uh, classic guitars use these things called nylon strings, if that's how you say it, nylon strings. And basically, they're, yeah, they're the type of strings that are just really easy on the fingers. Yeah, they're just super easy on the fingers, right? While uh, some acoustics, well, most acoustics use different types of, like, steel strings, right? Which add more pressure onto the fretboard. 
right? They add more pressure onto the fretboard, right? But um, also they uh, add more pressure on, you'll have to apply more pressure with your fingers, you know, which is good for building more um, calluses in your fingers, you know, which helps uh, pushing notes down and pushing chords down. Right, cause it'll make uh, your fingers a little bit tougher, so it'll be easier to push the chords down each time you play it. I also recommend too that um, for in a classic guitar, never put steel strings on it. The reason why is because the one of the major differences between an acoustic and an electric is. Um, for the classic guitar, you'll have nylon strings, right, which are a lighter string. And the reason why, that's why, and and that's why uh, you never put steel strings on the on a classic, right? Because an acoustic hat in the uh, neck of the guitar, there's a metal rod inside the neck. What that metal rod is for is it applies more um, stability to the neck, right? Because without, because basically, what would happen in a nutshell, right, is if you put nylon, if you put steel strings on uh, on it, the metal rod in the neck helps st stabilize the strings, so it doesn't uh, basically break the guitar in half. You know, so when you use a classic guitar, you, the nylon strings are a lot lighter and they don't add as much pressure like a steel string. So that's why classic guitars are more hollow and they don't have uh, metal rods on the neck because they're meant for the nylon strings only. <laughs> right, so if you put steel strings on a classic guitar, basically the neck... The neck and the uh, you know it's like public execution. Basically, the neck and everything is just gonna break from the body of the guitar, and the next thing you know, boom. No more, uh, no more classic guitar. Like how I basically ended up finding out about that, right? Because I had a friend who had a classic guitar. He sent me a video of him putting, um, yeah, uh, he basically sent me a video of him putting the, uh, string, the steel strings on his classic guitar, and right when he started tightening them, and then he started playing them, he, uh, broke the neck right off the body of the guitar, and that's because of the pressure that the steel strings, uh, create, right, because without the metal rod in the neck, right, there's no stability, and if there's no stability, adios, muchachos. And that's why you never put uh, steel strings on a, on a classic guitar. It's funny because you can put nylon strings on anything. You know, it kind of makes you think that maybe you're just better off getting an acoustic over a classic, classical. I would still get a classical though, either way, just because it makes uh, really unique sounds.
Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. So I, I don't know how to play, like, any songs directly. Uh, but uh, I am teaching myself, though, so... I think, like, one of the biggest songs I really want to learn is uh, Redemption Song by uh, Bob Marley. Coincidentally, uh, Bob Marley's last written song before uh, his death, unfortunately. Which is interesting, because that's such a an ironic song to be your last. <laughs> you know. Fuck, wherever you are, Bob Marley, I miss you, bud. I'm sure everyone misses Bob Marley. It's kind of hard not to dig Bob Marley, you know. I honestly haven't met anyone yet who does not like Bob Marley, you know. Bob Marley is just that type of guy that just everyone <laughs> loves unconditionally, no matter what, you know. <laughs> I don't know if it, if it's his dreads or his music or his voice. Maybe it's all three. I don't know. Or maybe it's just reggae in general. I know reggae is definitely a vibe for sure. I think like reggae is like one of the best genres ever. Just because it's a... Uh, it's just a it's basically just a bag of goodies, man. It's it's a bag of goodies, man. Let's see here, what am I Oh there we go. Same with the uh, blues. I know like because I'm really big into blues. Obviously, everyone knows this already. You know, Delta blues, country blues, Chicago-style blues. You know, all kinds of blues is amazing. Some of the names that some of those old blues artists had, too, like uh, Howling Wolf, The Blind Lemon, Fuck, what was another name? Yeah, Muddy Waters, Lightning Hopkins. Like, that's another reason why I'm so into, like, into shit like that, you know? Because, like, I totally would go for a name like that, bro. <laughs> be like, oh, yeah, so what's your, what's your street name? I'd be like, oh, my name is, uh, you can call me Musky Suez. <laughs> Actually, you know what? That, I just might do that. I just might do that. Be like, Musky Sewers is here to play a song for you tonight. I repeat, Musky Sewers is here to play a song for you tonight. Can we get a big round of applause for Musky Sewers? You know, like. <laughs> Just Musky Sewers, bro. Musky Sewers. And be the sickest name ever. No pun intended. Well, what's another? What's another st cool stage name I can go for? I don't know. Like Musky Sewers is one. Victor Sanchez. I think that uh, even though Victor Sanchez, I should, that could be like an alter ego type thing. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was Victor Sanchez. <laughs> 
Like, or no, Ricky Spanish. No, actually, no, Ricky Spanish was from uh, American Dad. Yeah, I remember that. That was a funny episode. Another really funny episode. Rogers got that alter ego called Ricky Spanish. <laughs> Ricky Spanish. Just a terrible alter ego that just does bad shit to people all the time. And every time he does it, he always goes like he whispers his name. Ricky Spanish. Even though the school principal had a hate on for him. Like, Ricky Spanish. And then everyone's just like, who's Ricky Spanish? And Rogers like, that's my alter ego. Don't trust him. <laughs> got 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 like the Dr. Chekel and Mr. Hyde situation. Oh damn, that was close. Actually, you know what? Yeah. Let's see here, actually. Did Detroit win the game? Ah, the Lightning won 7-6. Wow. In overtime, too. That's lame. That's lame. Fuck Tyler Patuzzi. Four goals, four points. Jesus. I have a lot of faith in my Detroit team this year, man. I've been a big uh, Detroit fan f for a long, long time. And I mean a long, long time. Remember uh, in 2008 was the last time uh, Detroit, Detroit won the cup. Yeah, I was like, yeah, 2008 was the last time they won the cup, and I was against Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, with Malkin and Crosby and Flurry when he still played on the team. I was so chapped, man, when uh, Detroit lost in 2009. You know, but in all honest, in all honesty, though, if uh. If Flurry didn't make that amazing clutch save, they were what the Pittsburgh Penguins wouldn't have won. Like, especially in Rogers Arena, no way. Like, or back when it was Rogers Arena. Still no joke, man. Like, I've never been so chapped before in my life. I remember watching it on TV and just being so, like, angry about it. <laughs> just because I was like, no, out of all the teams, Pittsburgh were the ones that had to dethrone Detroit. But, unfortunately, the NHL had to give it to Crosby. Do I think that uh, the NHL has influence in what happens in the playoffs? Absolutely. I do I do believe that, especially now, in sports now, I do believe that there are certain investors 
to uh, influence who uh, pay uh, judge pay refs off to influence a series depending on what the series is. You know, cause sure sweeps do happen, but if it's a really good series, you know, you don't want it to end quickly. You know, you want it to extend to seven games. You know, because it increases ticket sales, right? And on top of it, it gives you more viewership. You know, which equals more sponsors, and more sponsors equal more business and more money. So I do think that uh, in some cases sports organizations i'm not going to go as far as to say they rig games like but i do believe that there's influence that happens to uh, extend certain uh game series to uh increase uh, more profit it's actually no no i take it back i do think that leagues do rig games and make sure certain teams do win depending on the circumstances, like the uh, the O2 Los Angeles Lakers. Oh, my God. The Kings were such a better team that year, too. The um, Sacramento Kings were a far better team than the Lakers. Kobe and Shaq were literally the only deciding factor on that Lakers squad. But I will have to admit, though, you know, I will have to admit, like, I do believe... The NBA rigged that series, and they made sure that the Lakers won. You know, just because the Lakers, there was so much because like there more money would have like because there was so much money on the line in that series. You know, because it was a seven-game extension, and there was no way they were not going to let the Lakers win. And it was just like. I remember that there's a whole theory about a ref. Uh, I forget what the ref's name was. It was something Donaghy, Donaghy. And he, like, was notorious for rigging uh, NBA games. You know, like, he would uh, make bets with other refs and be like, oh, yeah, this team's going to win tonight. You know, knowing damn well that he was refing the game. So, like, he had uh, increased influence on... um. how far the games go and shit, and it was like, damn. You know, like, just damn. That's why sometimes it's just so hard to watch sports sometimes. Hockey is really kind of the only sport that... um I can actually, like, get into, you know? Like, basketball, I'm I'm still into basketball, but even basketball has its moments, and it's getting super boring. You know, same with, um... Baseball, like, baseball has, has a huge attendance drop. Right, and the reason why is because baseball is literally like one of the most boring sports ever. Football, the only time I'll ever watch football is when it's the Super Bowl because we get to watch a long-ass, boring game and we get to see a champion be crowned at the end of it. You know, the Super Bowl is literally the only time I'll, I'll watch a football game. 
because uh, we'll see a champion win, and we won't have to worry about the rest of the, and then we don't have to worry about it until next season. Oh. I kind of, I'm sure other people agree with me, but I think rugby um, is a little bit better than um, football. Because even though football, right, because football, it's like the play goes, takes like damn near two minutes to reset the play. Guy gets hit, goes to the ground, takes like two more minutes to set the play again. No, and it's kind of like, hmm. You know, like, I don't know. Well, rugby, on the other hand, is more spontaneous and it's more um, consistent, I think. Which makes it so fun to watch. Because in sports, it's all about that consistency. You know, just like anything else, if there's no consistency, right, then there's no flow. And if there's no flow then there's no Joe, and if there's no Joe, then what are we standing around for, you know? <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck I just said, but I don't know, it sounded funny to me, which is why I said it. But, holy shit, okay, this is kind of off topic, but it's crazy how in uh, this game I'm playing GTA V, I'm just flying a plane around, and then I stumbled, I flew over like a military base. And it's crazy, because as soon as you fly over the military base, they're just instantly firing bombs at you, like, <laughs> it's nuts. Makes you go like, holy shit, like, wh Why? Why are you doing this to me, you know? Yeah, holy shit. No pun intended. Literally dodged a bullet. But, well, honestly, though, speaking of dodging bullets, not that I have ever dodged a bullet. But that would be some shit, though, man. Can you imagine actually, like, dodging a bullet? You know, like, I could just imagine that, like... You know, a bullet going at you so fast, right? And then all of a sudden, boom, it just zooms past you, like... And you're just like, holy shit. You know, it's kind of like that argument, like, uh, what's faster, the speed of sound or the speed of light, you know. And it's pretty cool, it's a pretty cool concept, you know. The Flash versus Quicksilver, kind of like Marvel versus DC type comparison. You know, I think the speed of sound would be more realistic. 
you know, because the speed of light, you know, nothing, the reason why nothing compares to the speed of light is because light is infinite, right? Because the thing about the speed of sound, right, is the speed of sound, it has distance, right? Which is the, the problem, right? It has distance, right? Well, light doesn't have distance. You know, light can literally keep going for eons and eons and eons, right? So as a result, you know, if you take the distance out of the equation and say light had distance along with sound, then it might be a different story. No, but unfortunately, because sound has travel distance, right? And it can only stretch itself so far before the sound dissipates and softens until you eventually can't hear it. Same with the radio wave, because essentially the radio, oh, radio wave essentially is basically the speed of light. You know, but same thing as that distance. It's the distance that uh, kind of affects the pacing of it. You know, because light has no distance unless an object is blocking it. You know, so in a sense, right, it's like kind of the same thing with like light and so the speed of sound and the speed of a radio wave. You know, there's distance that can, radio waves can only travel so far. Same with, like, sound. Sound can only travel so far as well. And if there was no distance, you know, who knows what actually could be faster, I think. I don't know. I bet there's some physicists out there that are just thinking to themselves, holy shit, this kid is stupid. <laughs> but, you know, that's okay. This is just bullshit and having a good time, you know. If I want a science lesson, I'll be sure I'll be sure to to get one. I promise you that. I will be sure to do that. Oh shit, almost dropped it. Fuck. <laughs> Actually, you know what? But get this. Get this. Florida. This is from Florida. Local news. Or breaking news. Local man in Florida arrested for planting a pipe bomb in a nearby dumpster next to a Wendy's. They found the perpetrator trying to activate it through the bomb through remote. So it was like a remote detonated bomb, basically? Oh, what the fuck? Crazy. After they apprehended him, they found that the bomb had no primer, and therefore the bomb could not explode. So this dude made a remote-controlled pipe bomb, basically. He had no primer in it, so there was no way for it to explode. And he was trying to activate it through a remote in a nearby dumpster next to a Wendy's. The man claimed that his actions were motivated. His act. Wait, what? His actions were motivated. Wait, what? That doesn't even make any sense. Wait, what? His actions. His actions were motivated 
wait, is that really all the news article says? His actions were motivated? Motivated from what? Oh, there we go. I forgot to scroll down. His actions were motivated through a discount that he did not receive at a pet shop. Wait, what? People are crazy, man. What the fuck? So this dude didn't get a disc. So there's little disagreement about a discount at some sort of clothing shop or store. Well, and instead of just having a civil conversation, the dude decides to try to blow up, blow up a Wendy's with a remote-controlled detonated bomb. Damn. That's literally all I can say is damn. I'm sure that dude's issues did not stem from the clothing store. I think this dude had uh, personal issues going on in his head long before that. Is that right? Literally, he tried to blow up a Wendy's with a fuck. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Okay, so imagine if this dude wasn't dumb and he actually followed through and actually succeeded. You know, that would be tragic. You know, because innocent people would have been killed. But the fact that this dude did it for such a stupid reason and the fact that he was stupid enough to make a bomb that didn't even work. How did he even get caught? That, like, how, that's my an old woman who happened to be dining near the area seen suspicious activity or performed by this individual and to the point where she felt threatened. The man uh, the woman walked up to the man and demanded what he was doing. Oh, okay, so this lady was just being a nosy, uh, being a nosy Nancy. Which, I mean, good thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's a good thing that she's being a nosy Nancy. You know, but I mean, like, at the same time, no, it's like, that's how we got caught. An old lady, <laughs> an old lady was being nosy. <laughs> and the man responded with, get out of here or I will kill. Is this real? Is this actually real? What? Oh my god. Yeah, so... I've heard and read some shit, but that is just, that kind of takes the cake for me. That is just like... That's shit that kind of makes you go like, what the hell? So the lady, so, so they, so like, what? So the dude just said that publicly, openly said that to her, right? If he would have just kept his mouth shut and made some bullshit ass excuse, like, oh, I'm with the union, I'm, um, or if he said, oh, I work at a store, I'm just on break. You know, he probably could have gotten away with it, but instead he responded with, Get out of here or I will kill you.
this lady took it seriously. So did she, did she phone the cops in front of him? There's no way she phoned the cops in front of him. She had to have gone back to her spot and then did it. Within 15 minutes, police came to the location, found the man hiding behind a dumpster. They sent in, they grabbed him, and the man was arrested on the spot where they would find a remote detonator in his pocket. And also where they would find the bomb in the dumpster he was hiding behind. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. This man's whole plan just went down the shitter in an instant. That is crazy. Like, I'm happy, you know, that the guy got caught, but that's just crazy. You know, it's moments like this where, you know, my faith in humanity is being restored, but then all of a sudden it just goes back down to zero again. So I'm curious, so how long, so obviously this guy went to court, so I wonder how long, uh, I wonder how long he's going to be in jail for, if he's even going to jail. Is he going to jail? The man testified Monday morning and claimed and pled guilty for insanity and that his motivation was loosely based on his religion oh my god no way Man claims that the reason why he did not detonate the bomb was because Jesus came to him and told him not to. Oh my god, this is so stupid. So now, so after, the man will not be going to jail as a matter of fact. Oh, so he's not even... What?! So this dude pleads guilty for insanity and then uses the excuse that his motivation was strictly based on his religious beliefs. So of course because of that they're going to let him they're going to let him off scot free. And sure shit that's what happened. He gets 2 years of parole. where he also must attend psychiatric treatment and therapy every week. Wow. I swear, man, it seems like anyone who <laughs> tries to pull off an extremely uh, crazy crime like that, all they got to do is just say they're like, 
religious or something like that, and they'll just let him off the hook. Or at least that's what it seems like. It's kind of like that incident in Winnipeg where the guy uh, cut off another dude's head on a Greyhound bus. If anyone remembers that. Same thing, the dude said that uh, the, the guy was a demon and that Jesus came to him and told him to... <laughs> yeah, it's shit like this just baffles me. And, it, and it's true, you know. You know, unfortunately, you know, people are going to do that and they're going to get off scot-free because of that. That is crazy, though. Kind of makes you wonder what goes on in somebody's life where they feel like they need to, like, blow up a store. You know, because that's just nuts. You know, and that's straight up nuts. Could you imagine if he followed through and actually succeeded? A lot of people probably would have gotten killed, but it's a good thing that old lady came forward and was just like, well, what are you doing? <laughs> God damn. That is just like, fuck. Who would have thought when he came on sight that his plan would be foiled by a woman with no eyesight. <laughs> Damn, you know, that, that's just another crazy story for the books. But what are we at here? 47 minutes? Okay. This is where I'm going to end the podcast here. I just want to say once again, thank you for everybody for tuning in. I will always be appreciative of all the love and support that uh, I've been getting. You know, my podcast is extremely small to the point where, you know, I'm still not known. You know, it's something I'm still really passionate about, and it's something that I will continue to do for the future, for the days to come. You know, because like I said, none of this would obviously be possible without all the love and support that I've been getting. You know, and because of that, it inspires me to keep making videos or making uh, episodes, I meant. You know, so I hope everybody stays right. I hope everybody stays tight. And more importantly, stay positive, stay fresh, and stay funky. Have a good night, everybody.